Welcome, audio listeners. This podcast series will highlight introverts in business. We'll learn their story, their successes, and their struggles. The goal is to help other introverts in business or who are thinking about getting into business and give ideas on how to use their personality to their advantage. Today, we have a very special guest. Her name is Rainey Anderson. She is in network marketing, and she is actually at the very top of, ne- of her network marketing company. She is self-described as Jesus-loving, a uh, wife and mama, and she's on a mission to help others discover health and happiness through wellness. She is a speaker at multiple events within her company. So with that, welcome Rainy Anderson. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me to this afternoon. I'm really, really excited. Actually, when I got the idea to do this podcast, you were the very first person that I thought of, not only because you know, we're friends and we love you, my wife and I, we love you, and um, but also your story is just super, super inspiring. Well, I appreciate that, so I want to address that I'm grateful for both you and your wife as well. I appreciate y'all so much, and I'm honored that I'm the first person that you thought of, and I hope to bring value to you and your audience today. Absolutely, and just to mention, this is the very first podcast for the introvert's voice. So, kicking so, it off. So we're kicking it off. I absolutely adore that. Yes. So, I, I watched your Diamond documentary, and I've known you. We've known you for years. Okay. And one interesting thing about you that I feel like probably a lot of people don't know is that you were not born in the United States. Oh no, I wasn't. I was actually born in Acapulco, Mexico. If I start to tell the story, it'll sound like a romance novel, but my parents actually met there, and my father lived there, and so, therefore, I was born there. <laughs> That's really, really cool, and I understand your husband, as well, was not born in the States. That's a whole nother story, and I think That's it's true. I just think it's super, super interesting. It is. Who knew that a, a, a baby from Greece and a baby from <laughs> Mexico would meet in the United States and marry? <laughs> and here you are. Yep, that's really, really cool. So I want to get into your story a little bit just because, like I said, it's one of my very favorite stories within uh, this network marketing company and just in general. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, So you were left at a point where you found yourself all of a sudden uh, being the sole provider for you and your daughter. Correct. Uh, You have no college degree. And one thing that was not in your documentary that I that I listened to was that I believe you turned down a high paying job at this time, right? I sure did. Like you said, I found myself very suddenly in a position to provide solely for myself and my daughter. And I did what I feel like any person would do in that position and that's take care of business, right? You for me, I got to praying. You said I was Jesus-loving, so I'll go ahead and just back that up with I got I got to praying, and I also got to interviewing. And my former background is corporate recruiting and training, so I did have that experience to fall back on. I was offered a high-paying job initially, and I, I turned it down because it was an answer to my problem, but not an answer to my prayer. See, and that is why this story that is that was that was the piece of it that makes this story to me super, super incredible because most people, and I'm sure even the people probably in your life were like, Rainey, you're crazy for turning this down. You're in this position. Um 
you have a high paying job opportunity and you're turning it down like that has to be mind blowing, especially for people who might not have as much faith as you do. Absolutely. And I, you know, and I even look back on that time, Tanner, and question my sanity as well. (laughs) But I will just say that it was a period of time that I truly leaned on my faith and, and on the Lord specifically. And I just simply got quiet and I listened. And as scary as it was to not take that opportunity, there was absolutely no doubt in my mind that that wasn't where I was supposed to be and that I needed to trust. And if I did, I would be highly blessed for that obedience. So I'm curious, how much, what is the, what is the timeline here? Had you started in your, in your network marketing business? What was the time between that job offer that you got and saying no and getting into your network marketing business? How does that all look? It was a, a, approximately a three-week time difference. So from the time that offer came in to the time that I discovered my oppor- the opportunity with the network marketing company, it was about a three-week. So you get this job opportunity and you say no. All this time, you are the sole provider for your family and you said no to this job and you're just waiting for something. You felt like something more was coming along. I did. And and I'm, you know, I, I was a saver, so it wasn't like yeah, yeah. just willy-nilly, didn't have any funds at all, but we were very frugal with them because that was all we had. So there was not anything replacing anything that went out. So yes, it was incredibly terrifying for lack of a better adjective. So you weren't totally out of your mind. You had no, some, totally. You just had some savings. So there you go. <laughs> Yes, but that is that is the small part that, that I have heard when you've told your story before and when I listened to your documentary is that that is the most incredible part to me because that takes such an incredible amount of faith, especially when it's all on your shoulders and you have so much responsibility. Absolutely, and I, and I will just say I was so grateful for that, that timing there too because I remained incredibly calm during that time in, in spite of being scared. And you know what? What a big faith building. uh, I mean, that had to change your life. I mean, when you do that, when you make those kind of steps and those decisions, I mean, you got to be solid forever. You know, absolutely. And I and I always remind myself because you know life just happens, and it still happens even after you've had success. And I always remind myself of that time period, and and I remind myself I do the hard stuff, I make the hard decisions, and I'm always okay. And that is why. That's why I love your story so much is because this is a story of a, a mom left in a lurch, so to speak, and it it, it, it so could have easily been a breakdown moment, um, a retreat. You know, I you see it all the time to where, sure. <clears throat> you know, it's a huge blow, but you stood up and you said, this is how it's going to be, and I'm going to make my own way, and that's what you did very, very quickly. Thank you for that. You know, I always just say that life, you know, you're assured that life will deliver you lemons, the sour lemons. And But God equips you. He gives you the sugar. He gives you the water to make those sour things into the, the best lemonade, right? And so I, I just say, you know, you will always come. You have two choices. You can be a victim or you can be an example. And I choose to be an example. I love that. And that's probably why you uh, 
built your network marketing business so quickly is because people uh, followed that example, that extremely powerful example, and uh, that's why you're in the position you are today. I have an amazing team, but thank you for that. I want to get into the personality aspect of this because after all, this is a personality podcast, so to speak, and uh, in business. So when we were talking before, I I just took you as an introvert. Just That was just my instinct. But in talking more with you, um, we kind of decided that you might be what's called an ambivert, which is fairly new to the, the personality world. And it's a cross between uh, introvert and extrovert, right? So I want to I want to know when you first realized these sort of tendencies, the introvert side specifically. Absolutely. Well, so, so where I learned that I was an introvert was when I would ho- when I started to adult and have my <laughs> neighbors over for gatherings. I was super excited about the gathering, but then once it came to fruition, I found myself slightly in a place of anxiety and not knowing necessarily how to just hang out with the people, right? Like I was really good at gathering and creating the party and the ambiance, but then once the people arrived, it kind of, oops, it kind of freaked me out. Hang on, sorry about that. It kind of freaked me out, so. So it was one of those things where like, hey, I'm glad to have you all over. It's time to go. <laughs> much you know what I mean and literally it was so hard for me to carry a conversation for me to stay in one spot and so what I found myself doing to cope was just staying very busy in the kitchen that was kind of my safe spot was uh-huh. just serving everybody and I think that's where I came to be known as a great hostess because I served people very well in that capacity that's incredible I actually saw a, a sign the other day that was uh it was like a birthday sign at a party, and it said, thank you all for coming. Please leave by 9 p.m. <laughs> yes, I, I relate. It's that time. kind of thing. And I can I can testify to the fact that you are a great host. I've been over to your house several times, and it's always a great experience. We love coming over. Thank you. <laughs> so so this is, this is a, a special sort of place because when people think about network marketers, they really think about extroverted-type personalities. They think of... The, the people who make friends everywhere. They think of the people who like to kind of just party and sort of have a good time. Um, you don't really fit that description with an introvert-type personality. So I want to know what sort, of, uh, what sort of challenges have you come up with and how have you overcome those? That is a great question because I've had to think about that. I, I didn't realize that initially that there were challenges but some of those challenges would be when I found myself in a social situation often not always knowing the people in the room if you will how to connect with those people through conversation because you we, we have to embrace the fact what we do is, a, is there is a lot of chit chat right mm-hmm. and I'm not necessary I've had to teach myself how to be a conversationalist and, and how I've overcome that is truly by practice, at, asking questions. Because what I've learned about people is they absolutely love talking about themselves. And so if you just ask them questions about themselves and their experiences, 
and take whatever answer they gave you and lead it into a new question, you will find that you're in a conversation and then all of a sudden you don't feel quite as introverted. I totally agree. And that actually sounds like an excerpt from How to Win Friends and Influence People. Have you read that book? I have actually. And, you know, that's probably sitting back there in my bank of knowledge. But for sure, I've applied. You know, I I think that that's the beauty about what I do for a living is that it is absolutely a personal growth journey. And maybe some of the things you were doing, not knowing you were doing them until you read them in a book. But applying them is crucial. I really think, yeah, I really think about having, there are several times where I'm reading a book and I, it's almost like a third party perspective where you're like, oh, I do do this, maybe not as often as I should. And maybe I can apply it more specifically to certain situations because now I know what kind of tool it is and what sort of the directions are for it. Absolutely. Being intentional. Yes. And so would you say a lot of that, you said that overcoming that challenge of, you know, talking with people, having a bunch of conversations comes from practice. Is this practice of you just going into it and saying, I'm going to do it because it's necessary. I know it's part of what I am doing. Um, Or is it more from the personal development side of I have, I've, I, I recognize that this is something that I need to do. I need to get better at it. And here I have read the tools on how I can get better at this and then you apply them. I would absolutely connect more with the second part, the personal growth piece of it, because I know if I can apply that to my personal life and I can master that there, that I would also be able to apply that into what I do from a business perspective. The the beauty of what I do is often those overlap one another. So working on myself personally also works on me professionally, mm-hmm. but I absolutely saw a need, a, a need for improvement in my own character and who I want to be to people to be able to connect better with people and hearing more about them. And when did you realize this? Because you got into, from my knowledge, you haven't been in network marketing before. Is that correct? That is correct. I shared earlier with you that my prior career was recruiting Mm -hmm. and training. So again, personal development through that industry, I cannot interview somebody without finding a way to personally connect with them. Because when you're a recruiter, it's your job to match really personality. Yes, skill set for sure. But there is a component of making sure you're, you're culturally fitting somebody into that, you know, and what I mean by that is their business culture making a match there. And so I find that it's very important to ask those questions outside of the skill set. And so this has been a process, and again, it goes back to faith and just seeing how God works in our lives, that that industry was actually setting me up for something way down the road that I didn't even know existed. I, I had very little exposure to any type of direct sales or network marketing. And and so that whole industry, when I discovered it, was very new to me. It's almost as if God saw your challenges in the future and said, you're going to do this job because when you get in the, when you get in this situation, this is how you're going to get out. And it was Absolutely. all a great plan. And prepared. And you'll yes. Be prepared. Yes. Prepared. Exactly. Um, so you mentioned the, uh, the how to win friends and influence people. So you have read that book. 
Um, what is maybe one or two others, or if you can think of any others that you can share with the listeners to help them out in, in that area specifically, in the relationship building as an introvert, or just in general, because everybody can use those those skills. Absolutely, and I don't know if it comes necessarily from that specific book, because mm-hmm. I've slept since then, and I've read other books since then, and, and honestly, the advice becomes one long piece of literature versus, oh, I got that from this book, and I got that piece of advice from this book. I would say being, we used the word earlier, intentional, slowing down. I think we live in a society that's so fast-paced and get to the point, but I genuinely believe it's just those small steps of relationship building, and I truly do believe that it starts with that word intentional. I am intentionally going to visit with this person. I'm intentionally going to walk away knowing three new things about them, and I will. I'll set up small goals for myself because sometimes I work better, and I don't know if you're this way, Tanner, but with a checklist, like, okay, I accomplished that, I accomplished this, and so then I can at least walk away going, okay, I got a little bit better at the art of getting to know somebody. I think uh, checklists are an introvert's favorite tool. I've come to know that as uh, at learning about the personality and talking with many others. Checklists seem to be a uh, a daily tool for most people who have introvert tendencies. And I also want to point out one thought too is that it almost seems like the you're talking about being intentional, but the intensity, I guess, of being intentional comes from a very strong why. I believe. Ooh, for sure. You've got to have that in life, right? No matter what you do. No matter what you do. And I think you have a very a, a very strong why. Obviously, being in the situation that you were really pro- propelled you into um, what I would consider in the network marketing business pretty quick success, reaching the reaching the, the, the highest level of your company. I was naive when I first joined network marketing. I didn't realize what quick looked like until... I became more experienced in my industry and then I could look back and say, oh, I guess it was a quick journey, but I didn't know at the time that it was. You realize how amazing you are as the time goes on. <laughs> well, I, I'd like to think I'm a little more humble than that, but it, it was it has been an amazing journey for we, sure. We have all realized it for you. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> so so on the other side of that, we, we just talked about challenges that you have uh, as being an introvert or having introvert tendencies in business. Um, what about your introvert tendencies have helped you in business? Where's the advantage in that? I personally think the advantage is because, so when I've taken these personality tests that have shown me that I am on the line of being an extrovert and introvert, and I think you used the fancy word, what did you say, ambivert? Ambivert, yes, it is super fancy. But it is fancy. And so identifying with that, I believe. The advantage I have in having that personality is that I connect, I can see people's viewpoint. So when they're tired and they want to leave a party, for example, I connect with that because I understand that. Or if they want to stay because they're having an amazing time, I also connect with that because I'm also that person. And so I think it gives me an opportunity, not that I'm a chameleon because I'm very I am who I am, but I also think because I'm able to adapt to different situations, different people, strong opinions, wishy-washy opinions, if you will, 
I find a place of truly not offending or isolating anybody because I simply get you. You're a really good uh, empathizer. I am. Yeah. I, I sometimes take on people's, you know, feelings because I'm I'm such a good because empathizer. because you get it. And I think that I think I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that is one of the the big powers of introverts is that they they don't want to be the center of attention. They don't want to be the person talking all the time. And so what happens is that they listen more. And by listening more intently, they're able to understand better. And I love that quote and I might I might butcher it here, but it's something like uh uh, understand to or listen to understand not to respond and I think that's really what introverts are great at and I think that's one of the things that you're great at I appreciate that you know I I tend to agree with you that I, and I you know I'm not a scientist I'm not a person who takes polls but I would bet too that introverts are those that are the friends that others go to more often for sound advice or you know and not to say that extroverts aren't great friends. That we, we sure are because, like I just said, I'm both, right? But I, I can see because of that listening quality that's been developed, that may be the person you call, your, your go-to. Everyone needs that person that they can go to that it's just they know that they're going to understand and listen really well. And you'll be heard. Yes, and you'll be heard. And uh, introverts are great for that. It's always good to have a friend like that. <laughs> Amen. So I want to know... Let's do something a little bit more fun here. Uh, I want to know something that you are obsessed with. Well, I want I want to know two things. The first thing I want to know is is what what are you obsessed with in your business? I think it's fascinating to see different people's point of view, and it might not be something. Uh, it could be something that's more specific to you or your situation or whatever it is. But I love talking to people and understanding what they are just like. What is always on the forefront of their mind. Uh, when you're talking about with business and then I'm going to ask you on a smaller level about in general because I think they're two different worlds that you have to sort of balance. Sure, absolutely. So in my business I would absolutely say I'm obsessed with following up with people. I, I have to know how you're doing, what you're doing, where, where your challenges are, how I can serve you better. So, so I would say that is absolutely something that's a, a no excuse zone for me. Like I will always be that person who's following up. And again, I think that really comes from the introvert side because it's a genuine, and that's I think that's really important is that it's it's not coming from a place of uh, strategy necessarily. It's not something that you know you need to do because it's good for your business. It's a genuine, deep care for people that you have. Huge care for people. Yes. Yes, and I would be willing to bet that that is one of the very big reasons for your success in this business. Would you agree? I would um, tend to agree with you. And, <laughs> I, and I want to say that in the most humble way that I can. You know, Tanner, because you've, you you know me and you, you've heard me share my advice or philosophy. I will always share with you to be genuine in how you speak to people. If you're scared to talk to somebody, guess what? You just need to tell them because all of a sudden walls drop when you're just simply honest and own where you are with the process, whatever that process may be. You find a place of connection there because really at the end of the day, people are cheering for you. I think that's great advice what you said about 
if you're scared to talk to somebody, let them know because not only is it like a big sigh of relief for you, but also for them, like it does something for them as well. And like you said, the walls drop. And when the walls drop, you're able to have much more meaningful dialogue, um, which is which is so much about not just network marketing business, but business in general. And, and relationship in general as well. You know, since we're focusing on the introvert personality, I think we can even apply that to whether it's a personal relationship or a business relationship. How, how would that look if you opened up your conversation with, I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone. I tend to be more of an introvert, but you mean so much to me or this opportunity means so much to me that I am, I'm willing to do the hard stuff to better myself, to better our relationship, and to show you how invested I am in XYZ. And that's a tool that I think is uh, very underused in the business. I've talked to many people, not only in the network marketing business, but just in general who, you know, introverts that are also entrepreneurs, is that sometimes they don't step out of that comfort zone, so to speak, uh, just because of their, their natural tendencies. But that's a tool to use. You can say, hey, look, like... I am coming out of my comfort zone to talk to you as an introvert because I feel like this relationship is that important or whatever it is. Yes. You know, it's a great tool that you can use. Absolutely, I agree. And it's all part of getting better like you were talking about before. Practice, 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 right? Practice, okay. practice those skills that you're or that you're learning. So, that was in business. You were mm-hmm. obsessed with following up with people because of your genuine care. Um I want to know what you're obsessed with, like, uh, just just in general, like in day-to-day life. Like, I know one of the big ones right now is, like, you know, avocados. You know, I like hammocks. I like climbing. Uh, what is that for you? Okay. I it can like be any weird working. thing. Any weird thing. Whatever it is. Okay. No. Well, you know, you touched on one of them. I do love avocados, and so there's that. I love working out. I love embarrassing my daughter. Is that weird? <laughs> all, all great parents love embarrassing their kids. That's just how it is. That's just how it is, right? It's the rite of passage. I love being at home and enjoying the, the, the space, the warm space I've created for my family. Equally, I'm obsessed with trying new restaurants and new, new cuisines. I'm obsessed with travel, and I... I'm obsessed with getting together with my friends. Those are all great obsessions to have. And it's weird because you, you'll you see some of the introvert and then you see some of the extrovert, fancy word, ambivert. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to point that out because it sounds like your list is about half and half. It was, uh, I love going out to new restaurants and I love my home. <laughs> yes. I love staying at home. Yeah, that highlights it perfectly. I'm a chameleon. You're a chameleon. So... The last thing that I'm going to ask, and then we'll wrap it up, is I'm a, I'm a big believer in routines, and I think a lot of introverts are. Uh, I feel personally like a good routine can really make or break a day. Uh, I want to know how you start your mornings to ensure that you have a good day every day. I First of all, start my morning, whether it's the weekend or a weekday, and I wake up at the same time every single day. After that, I take a few minutes to have quiet time, and that's as 
you can well imagine, quiet time with the Lord, and then just quiet time getting my mind straight. Because as we can all agree, life happens. And so there are days, and often every day, that I need to reset my mind that today's going to be amazing, today's going to be positive. I even ask myself questions like, why, you know, why is my team the fastest growing team in all of my company? And so, because I believe the brain is a problem solver. And so, uh, why is my daughter you know, the, the most polite, most mannerful child in all the world, right? <laughs> because she's preteen. So, y'all testify. Y'all out there, y'all, y'all know, y'all feel me on that. And, and then, additionally, I work out every single day. That's, that's the personal side. And then, for business, and, and you know, Tanner, with the network marketing side of it, you have flexibility. But I set out each day with three non-negotiables that I have to do for my business. And, and those will vary day to day depending on, you know, who I need to follow up with, who, you know, to whom I need to reach out to, uh, et cetera. But every day I have at least three non-negotiables. So those non-negotiables, are, do you come up with that? When do you come up with those? Like the day before in your quiet time, where do those I come from? Sundays are my plan my weekday. Mm-hmm. So typically on Sundays I know what my entire week looks like. That way there is some room for flexibility, of course, because after all, freedom, right? That's the beauty of, of residual income. But also I know that my you know rent is due every day. And what I mean by that is you have to take care of your business every single day. You have to take care of your body every single day. And it is a non-negotiable to miss, just like for the you know, it's non-negotiable for most of us to miss a bill or a payment, correct? It's a non-negotiable to not put that deposit into your personal life and into your business life. I think that is a great place to end on because I'll probably use that quote somewhere in the description of this. Rent is due every day. I like that. I've never heard that before, and I really, really like that. Excellent. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for having. Uh, thank you for being on the show and being the very first person. It was great to to chat with you and learn a little bit more about your story and you know what drives you and uh, how you spend your days. Again, this is one of my favorite stories, and um, I know that your your documentary from your network marketing business is online on YouTube, and so uh, I hope. Everybody has seen that, or everybody will see that after this comes out. I'm going to direct them to that because, again, it's just one of my favorite stories, and I feel incredibly lucky to have you um, as a friend, uh, both in life and just in business as well. And, uh, yeah, so thank you for being on. Thank you again, Tanner, and I wish you the best with your podcast, and I wish your listeners the very best in their endeavors as they continue to develop themselves as introvert, extrovert, ambivert. Just don't let your personality be your excuse. Use it to your advantage. That's great. I, I, I There is another quote that I like. It's, um, it's uh, exploit your, exploit the strengths of your personality. Don't hide behind the weaknesses of it. So good. Well, your listeners have many quotes to choose from today. <laughs> hopefully there's, hopefully there's some, some value somewhere in there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we, we set out to do. So prayerfully we accomplished it. Thank you, Rainey. I appreciate it so much. Yeah.